Hello and welcome to the Russell Investments Australian Advisor Podcast. My name is Bronwyn Yates, Head of Business Solutions for our advisor and intermediary business. And today I also have with me Tanya Hoshek, Head of our Advisor Distribution. And today we are really excited to talk about the launch of our 2020 edition of the Value of an Advisor Report. In this report, we seek to explore various aspects of how an advisor adds value to a client and where possible to try and quantify it. Now, Tanya, you and the team work with advisors across Australia. When you are all talking to advisors on a daily basis, how do they talk about this concept of value that they deliver to their clients? Is it a challenging concept for them or is it an opportunity for them? Uh, it's still a combination of both, um, Bronwyn. What we're finding is with a lot of those very well-established businesses, they can still struggle with how they articulate their value and particularly talking to a client, um, especially given that financial planning is uh, on the whole a, a very intangible proposition for a lot of people who have never gone through that process. Um, so for those with very clearly articulated value propositions, uh, it's actually an opportunity for them uh, in creating potentially more referrals from clients that um, uh, have been with them for a long period of time. For other businesses, they're still really working on evolving what exactly their value proposition is. Um, and I know that we've certainly worked with a lot of businesses since the launch of our previous reports around just helping with the language with it to make it something that's very uh, clear and understandable from the client's perspective uh, about some of the key aspects um, that are undertaken through the financial planning process. Um, so whilst some see it as an opportunity, others it's still a, a bit of a challenging conversation that's been actively worked upon. Yeah, it's interesting you mention uh, the idea of a referral uh, and a future business growth. So this idea of having a good value proposition for individual clients sounds like it can also have a, a broader strategic opportunity. And I guess that probably brings us to the idea of the, the 2020 Value of an Advisor report that we've uh, released this year. Now, this is the third year in a row we've released it here in Australia. And we also do produce this in other regions as well. How would you introduce this report to an advisor that, that might, may have not seen this report before or be the first time that they're, they're looking at this report? Uh, probably the, the, the main way that we have introduced previously and will again do this year is actually talking about the fact that we support uh, financial planning um, and we're actively working with a number of different businesses to, to help create growth um, and opportunity where we can. Um, the, the, the businesses that we've spoken to previously, we've certainly noticed from off the back of last year's report that they've been able to more clearly articulate what it is that they're actually doing um, and we'd certainly look to utilise that again um, and that same guise uh, with this year's report um, and we're really excited to do so. There's nothing more that we love than, uh, than seeing businesses have or changing up conversations with clients um, to, to see if they can create different opportunity sets. Yeah, I absolutely agree. love hearing about um, how advisors engage with their clients and, and new and innovative ways or, or things that they try out and, and, and see success with. Um, and I think that that's uh, an interesting introduction to the report. So just to give a bit of a brief outline of, of what the report is and, and what it aims to do. So as I mentioned in our intro, um, we've got uh, our report coming out just now um, uh, with the most recent data up until July, which is really exciting. And it delivers uh, the value where we possible to quantify it into a couple of different areas. And we split it out into components of value. 
Uh, we've got A for what we think is appropriate asset allocation and bringing a quantification around that to 0.9%. Uh, to, to Behavioural mistakes uh, that, that a client or a non-advised investor can make at 2.2%. We've got C for the cost of cash or cash drag in a portfolio. If a client is holding too much cash or uh, being too defensive with their assets, even within their nominated risk profile, and that drag can be at a cost of 0.6%. We've got E for expertise and the, the inherent expertise a client benefits from. Now, this is hard to quantify. Uh, in fact, we call it a priceless component of an advisor's value. But nonetheless, it's a, a real strong foundation of what a client benefits from, from having a, a quality advice uh, relationship. And finally, we've put a T for tax investing and quantify this to be a 1.5% value. Now, we could get into a lot of conversations around um, the nitty gritty of these numbers, but if you think about directionally where this takes us, this takes us to 5.2% or over 5% uh, is the annual value an advisor can deliver. Uh, so a really important way of being able to quantify this in what we often refer to as a really intangible uh, value that an advisor can deliver. And particularly for some clients that, that, that want to be able to see that evidence-based um, conversation around, well, what am I getting, um, particularly around fees, for example. So we've got this report and, and, and we'll make it available on our website by request. So Tanya, when you're working with advisors, how do you see them using this report? Uh, how do you see them either integrating into their business with their team or their client conversations? Yeah, so uh, off the back of last year's report, and um, I would anticipate offering exactly the same again. We did a lot of work with individual businesses and their full team in talking through all these concepts um, because what we find is when everyone is aligned within a business, um, it means every single touch with the client is exactly the same uh, and the same messages. Uh, the other aspect we do is we also release a, an end investor version of this report. Um, which a lot of other businesses have used in the past. Some have even used as a handout at client seminars from last year. Uh, and then other businesses we've worked with are just after that higher level uh, five-letter framework. Uh, and some have actually used them with um, initial meetings, so first meetings with clients, to actually talk through what an advice relationship is um, and the types of things that are going to be covered off um, and the types of services that they're going to see uh, from them. And they said that uh, the feedback from uh, that work from prior years, um, they've actually seen their businesses shift quite materially in how willing and able and easily uh, their, those clients that have come on board with them have been able to articulate to their peers uh, and refer on, uh, which, is, which has been fantastic. Um, so that the growth of some of these businesses is uh, in, a, in a pretty challenging time has been, uh, has been um, going exceptionally well. Yeah, and I love hearing about that real-world application of something like this. So often we can, we can see these things on, online or, or get them in our inbox, but to actually see them be successfully used and consistently used in businesses is pretty exciting. So we mentioned there there's a five-letter framework, the A, B, C, E, and T. For you, from your perspective, what do you think some of the, the highlights are for you and the way that you work with advisors from the report? Uh, well, probably the, the first one that stands out, which is, of course, the, the largest area that's been quantified, is the B for behavioural mistakes. Um, the reason for that, and geez, it's so relevant this year, uh, particularly given the market volatility that we saw in March, there were so many anecdotes of non-advised clients that 
couldn't pass the sleep at night test. Um, and so they moved their monies and in superannuation into either cash or a lower risk profile, um, which of course, if you're moving to cash, crystallizes losses. And then when do you, um, when, when do they make that decision to get back in? Oftentimes, as, uh, and as the chart shows uh, that's produced in the report, uh, people will uh, sell at the wrong time and buy at the wrong time. Um, so off the back of that, a lot of advisors that I was having conversations with through that extreme volatility in March, uh, whilst there was some natural concern from clients, because they knew that it, everything was being monitored on their behalf, um, the level of people trying to do something or take some action during that volatility from advised clients was significantly less. Um, and that's part of that coaching process that comes through. And I think that's, uh, humans are great at making our, uh, our own um, errors or own goals for want of a better term. Um, and when you do have that advisor relationship, uh, that just helps see things without the uh, emotional uh, aspect that you normally would do with, uh, with investing. And the other big thing, which I'd love to be able to quantify a lot more, is the E for expertise. That's the years and years of study, of training, of running a business um, that advisors have um, to be able to offer these services to clients. Um, that's that peace of mind test. That's the time-saving component. But, of course, those bits, while we've got it as priceless, are going to be a little bit different for each individual client um, so we're really excited to just be able to change this report up a little bit and quantify a couple of different areas that we hadn't uh, included last year. And then, of course, finally, the tax-effective uh, investing. There's a raft of new structures now out there uh, in the marketplace, which enables more personalisation and a tailored approach for management of uh, the implications of investing um, around taxation, um, which... Uh, is something that advisors may not have had as much access to uh, beforehand. And I use that with the example of the, uh, the, the, the growth and managed accounts that are out there, um, and in particular our um, offering that we launched um, mid last year. Yeah, and I think that, that that's really interesting, some of the, the, the evidence there around making this intangible uh, as quantifiable as possible, but also being able to incorporate into client conversations and being able to point to elements of a, a piece of advice or, you know, point, points of a conversation to say that, you know, this is, you know, an active part of our, our conversation. And for example, I think, you know, tax in, in, in accordance with managed accounts is a, a perfect opportunity for advisors to, to, to point out that value and making some really tax smart decisions on, on your behalf. Um, and I think also, yeah, that expertise, I, I think sometimes we see advisors undersell the level of experience and expertise they have and, and how that really underpins some quality financial advice that their clients are receiving. And, and I guess I'm on the flip side to you, just a bit of controversy. I mean, I think while we could try and quantify it, I don't think we'll ever really truly be able to quantify the expertise element of a financial advice relationship. I think it truly is priceless. So what advice would you give, Tanya, for an advisor that might be struggling with this value conversation with their clients? Is there any advice that you'd be able to give a business that... Uh, or an individual advisor that is struggling or, or having some challenges in, in having this conversation around value? Oh, first thing is, like, reach out to us. We are more than happy to, to help with starting that conversation piece. And a lot of it is, is just making that decision to look at changing things up. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we've worked with a lot of businesses off the back of the last couple of years' reports, and we've seen some businesses really successfully 
manage um, this transition and the difference it's made to the growth of their business has been, um, been quite phenomenal. So please pick up the phone, let's have a chat um, and we can talk about the ways that we can work with your business around this. Yeah, excellent. Sounds great. And I think I uh, also just want to highlight, not only do we have our report, so the value of an advisor report, Tanya mentioned the, uh, the investor version. So we do have an end client version, which um, is more uh, directed towards an end client audience in terms of its language. But we also have a value of an advisor toolkit. We also want to try and equip you, the advisor, with as many resources as possible to help uh, build deep uh, client engagement. And some of the elements there, you may have already seen them through our practice management programs. Um, if you haven't, um, please have a look into that also. But we have our client discovery tool, a really interesting online and real world tool to help uh, maximize the discovery conversation with a client. We have our um, client engagement roadmap to help a, uh, an advisor have that value conversation with a client, be able to illustrate out a step-by-step -step journey in the relationship. And I think that can help um, support a value conversation. We also have a new resource, which I'm really excited about, which is a, a client conversation tool, uh, which helps uh, step through a coaching framework and also some scripting advice or some suggestions around how to answer some of those tough questions with your clients. So again, look out for that, that new resource, which I think could be really valuable. So as we mentioned, uh, if you want a copy of the report, please go to our website, um, fill in the form to request it. And one of our team members will also be very keen to help with any of your other questions around our investment solutions and also our business solutions as we seek to partner with advisors. So thanks Tan for joining us. Really enjoyed talking with you um, and hopefully you'll be able to join us for going through each of the components in a little bit more detail as we discuss our value of an advisor report for 2020. Great, thank you. Thanks, bye.